In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Selling a little... Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Welcome to Friday, your Friday edition of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. I am not whispering like I was last night. I hear a lot of people liked my whisper voice. I should do ASMR. Um, I was up so late last. I was up to like I was like five in the morning when I finally fell asleep. I am working hard, and uh, I woke up to a text message from a uh, friend that said, uh, "Right, you know, I'm getting." What was it? She sent me a screenshot of somebody texting her that they were sick of me teasing this announcement. And I, I, I'm so sorry. I, di- I didn't – I don't want to turn people off by teasing the announcement. I don't know how many people li- – well, I do know how many people listen to the Friday episode. Uh, but you know what? I guess I'll just say the announcement and then I'll make – I mean because I think it starts next week. So um, okay. Well, yeah. This is cool. I'll make the announcement now and that way everybody can get off my back. LOL. Okay, so uh, I've been doing this podcast a uh, year and a half, I think, maybe a little, but uh, and and I've been lucky to meet with some people, um, and I think I met with some people a couple weeks ago, and it really seems to fit, and we'll see. I mean, you know, there's some. Uh, uh, well, anyway, so I think as of Monday, I will be um, going to iHeartRadio. 
uh, with a division of iHeartRadio called Cloud 10. They produce uh, Kate Hudson and her brother's podcast, Busy Phillips, um, uh, Lance Bass. I mean, all the stars. <laughs> and uh, they, I don't think, have somebody like me, or that's what they said. And uh, so on Monday, I will be over with them. Nothing really changes from my understanding and from what the contract says. Um, and, I, you know, I still own all of this, whatever this is. But I thought it was such an amazing uh, company to go with for growth um, is that you know they're they're really going to what it sounds like put some effort into um, growing this podcast and I am so excited for that because I really believe in this and what we've created uh, and I really do believe you guys are you guys are a huge part of this um, they did look at at uh, you know you guys and the reviews and things like that and that all made a huge difference so I cannot thank you from the bottom of my heart because I really did think I was getting punked and it, it, I still do so I'm a little tentative and, and by the way this last Last week, especially, kind of shows you. It's shown me how um, how scared I am of success. Like I really, I've, I'm very uh, not trusting of it, and I still think this will fall through at any second. But we're going to try. I'm very excited to try. The people over at Cloud Ten are amazing. I can't wait to work with them more, and I already have a couple sponsors. So you will be hearing commercials and you'll, you'll, I mean, I have my own product code. I think it's like so bad, good, so bad. It, so I'll, I'll, it's written down, but you're going to hear me doing some, some live read spots and, and, um, I, I'm, uh, yeah. So if something appeals to you on anything, please use the offer code. I mean, I, this is, I'm pinching myself that I even get to say this, um, I, so that is that is that. Um, so I just hope it does good for them. I hope anybody I work with it does good for. But everything's going to be the same. I think we're going to even be able to get better guests, even though I think we have the best guests. In fact, I think next week uh, I just did a recap of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills this week with Courtney Skipon from Below Deck, and it is so good. I love. I mean, we just had the best talk, and can't wait for you guys to hear um, about it. But it has been crazy because all the file transfers, I'm with a, I don't need to say who I'm with, I I load the podcast myself, and they were transferring everything over to the system they use, but there was problems with all the audio, so I had to manually go in and find each one of these sound files, and I think I mentioned this, you guys know this already, I'm not very organized, so I'll just save things under weird names, so it was like finding all of these things, and um it's just a lot of different things to think about all of a sudden. So um, I, I'm usually a little inundated, but this week has been a little tougher than usual, but I'm happy I still got podcasts out. We had some great guests this week, you guys. Um, Natalie, uh, Nori's Black Book, um, Natalie Franklin, just so awesome. On Monday, we had Kelly Williams, Laguna Biatch filling in for Sophie Ross. Um, uh, we had Liz Cully. We had Zach Peter. I, I just... A cornucopia of embarrassing riches of really amazing people and amazing voices. And uh, I just want to thank all of them. And I hope you guys enjoyed them. And I can't wait to keep doing this. I'm so excited. That's at the end of the day. That's really what it's all about. I am so excited to keep doing this. I'm so excited to potentially not have to get a real job. I mean, this is now a real job, you know, I mean, it's dependent on ad sales and things. But man, I got a shot, you guys. I got a shot at doing this. I said this during COVID. I said this after I lost my job that this is what I wanted to do. And it looks like that might, you know, knock on wood, that that that, that might be happening. So I thank you so much. Also, if you are a Patreon subscriber, what's up, baddies? Um, uh, I will be putting up ad-free episodes on the Patreon. So if you do not want to hear me read live ads, I mean, that might be a perfect option for you. And hopefully we can get some more people over on the Patreon. Um... A uh, special shout out to Maritza Lopez. Uh, Maritza, um, uh, she, she, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but I, well, I just want everybody to put, she's doing good, but she, she got, she has Bell's palsy and she's dealt with a little bit of a medical issue this week. And so everybody put a flipping good thought into the air. I, I talked to her earlier and she sounds great. Uh, somebody actually hit on her already because uh, it makes your your eye a little dro droopy and your face. But but somebody already said that was hot, so it's like like she looks like kind of like a Drew Barrymore a little bit or uh, Katie Holmes, you know. 
Um, but put a good thought out uh, from here because she's a, a really great team member of the So Bad It's Good family. Um, so yeah, keep do they. I, anyways, keeping up with the Kardashians, I gotta say, I don't know, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I think this is like two episodes in a row that I liked. Like I like both of the, I liked it last week and I liked it. And I don't know if something, I don't know if I have COVID again, which by the way, COVID does play a part in tonight's episode, but so much, so much stuff happened in today's episode and it it was just crazy. So it's like, this is episode 10, it's called birthday and bad news. And so the preview lets us know that Kim failed the baby bar. Uh, so we know we're going to deal with that. And the baby bar, you guys, this is, I learned this now, you have the bar exam that lawyers take, and that's very exciting. But then before that, when you start studying in law school, you take a thing called the baby bar after the first year, and that lets you know if you can continue on with your studies. So Kim is doing this. Remember, Kim has, uh, you know, made it her mission to become a lawyer. So that's amazing. But we also know in tonight's episode, we get the Island Getaway. Remember Kim for her 40th birthday, the, the Island Getaway? And I don't know if you guys remember the Twitter post where she was like, after quarantining and multiple tests, we have went away to a private island and we all made fun of that. Well, tonight we get to see a little bit of that. Also, Chris Jenner is turning 65. How can a booty look that good at 65? LOL. Um, so we start the uh, start the episode at Kim's house. That scary, scary mansion. Now, remember, Kanye and Kim, this is Kanye and Kim's home, but Kanye, there's an architectural digest um, uh, spread of this house, and it's scary as fuck, you guys. Like, it is like one of those, like, I have nightmares, because uh, there's like, no, there's like, Kanye is in one of those, was in one of those moments, I think, where it was like, less is more, and it's all about creativity, and so you need bare walls, and everything looks like it's like, not futuristic, but it's like Adobe. Just it's it's just it's just, it's just scary. I don't know how else to say it. it. Creeps me the f out. Like I'm a Midwestern guy. Like that's just not something. Like my parents would be scared there. I was I get scared every time. In fact, there's a couple scenes in this in the house where I'm like, you found a way to make the house scarier. That's amazing. Like I don't think it's great. That, I mean, I I hope everybody's happy. Kim and Kanye divorcing. That is a tragedy. All divorces, but. I cannot wait to see Kim's next house because I bet it is going to look nothing like this. Nothing like this. Um, Okay, so Food God comes in. So already that's a scary, that's already making this house scarier. Jonathan Cheb and Food Bot is like, hey, and hey, Kim, where are you? And Kim's over in this area where it's like this jungle behind her. And he's like, I've no, I haven't seen that. And he's like, and she's like, you've never been back here. So she's like, I got to change the scenery every once in a while. But it does. That part of the house looks really cool, but also scary. And why does it exist? You know, it's not one of those things. It's not like a kickback in Sherman Oaks. This is uh, it's scary. You guys, it is scary. So um, Kim lets us know. October and November is a really busy couple months for the Kardashians because it's crazy with birthdays. Um, as we know, any kind of event in a Kardashian's life that is work for them because they go so hard, they go like they make this their work. Like they, this isn't just like getting somebody like a card with like a, like a Trader Joe's gift card, like enjoy something on me. This is like well planned out and orchestrated. They really do the most, um, even during COVID, even during COVID. And, um, so Kim goes, I want to do a special friend, a special B day with my friends. We all need a mental break through COVID. Um, so, uh, she lets us know of this special Island getaway she wants to get. And there's homes on property, villas, a main clubhouse where everybody can gather, but she would pretty much be renting the entire Island for her birthday. And she let everybody know what to pack and all they need is what to pack and their passports. You guys now I think this was potentially a horrible time to do this, but I have always had a, do you guys always had to do this where you have dreams? Like you have elaborate fantasies. I think I've talked about this before, but I used to have elaborate fantasies of winning the Powerball. And the funny thing about those fantasies is I've never, I still have never played the Powerball, which says a lot about me of like having elaborate fantasies, but still having nothing to do to achieve that fantasy. But my fantasy was winning the Powerball and then I would rent an RV and I would just travel state to state 
and I would just pick up things for like a house I was going to build or buy. And then I would just ship them back. So I would just buy shit in every state I went, hotels, that whole thing, maybe go overseas. But then it would all end with an all-inclusive paid vacation to Maui for all my personal close friends and family because I heard Adam Sandler used to do that for all his friends and family to say, hey, show up at the airport with a bag. We got you. Um, and you know, and for the people that are like, no, I don't want to take your charity. I'd be like, it's not charity. You're my friend. I love you. And then if they still fought me, I'd be like, okay, you can, you can pay for the airfare, but I'm taking care of everything else. So I was so excited. Like, in fact, at this age, I don't know if I'm going to make any super, super rich friends. So it's nice to see somebody enjoying rich friends. You know, it was like, damn, I can't like, I just, I would love to interview some of Kim's inner circle, like the ones we don't know about that got to go on this of just like, is it, is it just all happiness when you're Kim's friend or is there jealousy? Like what is, what does the psyche do in that sense? And like, what do you bring to a Kim trip is, I don't know. So anyways, um, uh, Kim also let everybody know that there was going to be intense quarantining and a COVID test before going. Um, and even Kanye and Kris Jenner does not know where they're going. She just wants to have fun. And Food God goes, I hate the word quarantine. And Kanye and uh, Kim's like, that's funny. Kanye hates that word too, refuses to use it. And then he goes, you want to know what other word I hate? Curbside food pickup curb you don't want to eat food on a curb honestly honestly kick the kids out of the car you guys fuck you i mean fuck you watching some privileged melted cheese pull dude talk about that he hates curbside food pickup you better think you're fucking lucky stars there's curbside food pickup half the people can't even afford to eat out you stupid idiot he's like offended by the word you know and Kim's like, eh, it's the new normal. And it's so interesting, like how, like they must have been friends at such a young age that he's just part of the package now. Like it doesn't even matter how annoying he is. We all have that annoying friend in our lives that it's like, eh, it's good to have him around. He makes me look better. But does it, does he make Kim look better? I don't think he does. But it's one of those, I guess he's somehow jam like how do the kardashians are they're able to get rid of everybody else they're able to get rid of larza pippen all of the hanger-ons but jonathan is not kicked out like how did that work jonathan is the worst i can't believe i'm a grown man and i just said jonathan is the worst what is wrong so we have the opening and uh we have scort coming up scott and courtney were at the malibu vacation house and Chloe says, well, first we have Kim's 40th birthday, and then Kenny, Kendall Jenner, turns 25 on November 3rd, Chris turns 65, and then Corey Gamble, Chris's boy toy, and Dream, their birthday is November 10th. We find out Corey is going to be 40. Corey looks like a, uh, looks like a rough 40. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I thought Corey looks a little older than 40. I would buy 45, but I don't know. But also... <laughs> I'm just gonna say shit, and you guys, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I like. Do you think? Do you think Corey's like, yo, Chris? You like that forty year old dick? <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, ugh, that I, I said it. Even I knew I shouldn't have said it, but then I said it, and then I'm, you know, okay. So Kim lets us know that she is really excited to give Chris her birthday present, and we find out that that Chris Jenner has been really the older she gets, she's gotten more insecure with her body and, and how clothes fit her. And, uh, I I've been, I've, I've totally relate. And Kim is going to have mannequins that look like, uh, that look like Chris and she's going to style each mannequin, mannequin, 65 mannequins, which do you guys remember that movie Mannequin from the 80s with Andrew McCarthy where Kim Cattrall, who played Samantha on Sex and the City, she played the mannequin that came to life. And I've talked about this. I, I When I was a little, little kid, I was in I fell in love with Kim Cattrall in the movie Mannequin. And I would go to like Macy's and I would like I would will mannequins to come to life. I would be like, oh, I need to fall in love with a mannequin. Had to have been like seven years old. And 
I even wrote, this is really fun, I wrote the movie novelization to Mannequin. When I was a kid, they used to have these things, well, I used to collect them all the time. I would, at a bookstore, I would collect movie novelizations, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Lost Boys. They would write a book for each one of these movies, and I think it was geared towards kids. I mean, adults weren't reading the Ferris Bueller's Day Off movie novelization, but they didn't have one for Mannequin, so I decided to write one, and I had my dad's typewriter, and I would type out every scene from memory of mannequin i was obsessed with that movie which is now i just even say it out loud i'm like what what really was my deal what is my deal like what like what other kid was like this movie's magical he falls in love with a mannequin can you imagine what if i still was like i love mannequins i love them i've always loved them um but kim cattrall was so pretty in that movie um uh, anyways so she's gonna dress all the <laughs> What a little detour. She's going to dress all of these mannequins, 65 of them, even with wigs and stuff. And she's going to pick out these amazing looks for Kris Jenner. And this is why I got to tell you, this is why I, I love Old Navy is because they put looks together as well. I've talked about this many times. If you go on their website and you click the button that says lack of imagination, they will put together outfits for you. So I see the guy model and then it's usually always the same models. And I'll be like... Oh, I like what Randy's wearing. This is a good, you know, and it puts the jeans and the shirt and the jacket all together. And, you know, then I'm like, okay, cool. I look like an old Navy model, you know, but not a model. Um, So right at this point, when I heard mannequins and they were going to present it to Kim, I was like, no, they're going to put all of those mannequins in the scary mansion, aren't they? And I was like, that's going to be so much scarier. Like, imagine that bare bones fucking mansion and then walking in and seeing 65 mannequins. I would just kill myself. I would be like, I'm dead there. I'm obviously in some kind of parallel universe where I'm about to die. There's just no way I would ever feel comfortable. Like everybody, like those poor kids just like getting scared all the time, coming downstairs and seeing 65 mannequins. Um, Kim goes, but nothing can stop. Nothing can top the birthday from last year. Uh, the the birthday from last year. Remember that Kim rented or rented the house that they, uh, her and Robert Kardashian had their marriage, like they, their their early years, and like invited all their friends, got the car, got the same wallpaper, china, everything. Like it was truly insane. I got to tell you, Kim kicks ass at giving gifts. And I will give Kanye credit with this. Kanye kicks ass at giving gifts to Kim. We don't really hear a lot about what Kim gives Kanye though, do we? But I will tell you with the, with Chris, Chris Jenner, she really, really goes out, really goes all the way. Ooh, I just got a text. I need to tell you a secret about real housewives of Dallas. That looks amazing. Okay. Anyways, um, so there's a flashback uh, of uh, of Chris Jenner doing a keg stand. I don't even know. I would love to know more of the story there. Um, but uh, she's going to be so confident. Kim says she's hired a stylist and a seamstress so that everything will fit right off the bat. So this is like ready to wear. Kim's going to first try it on and then they'll pin it to Chris's own measurements. Uh, she's talking about things that I don't understand, like Dolce top with Dolce bra and Gucci. I know Gucci, but I don't know Dolce top and Dolce bra. And, but 65 looks, think about that. Like that's a lot of fucking looks. And think about giving your mom, anybody, think about giving your friend 65 full sets of clothes. Like where the, no wonder Chris is building a mansion. There must be a room just for the 65 looks because I just like, imagine giving somebody 60, like you're like, where, okay, this is awesome. Where do I put it? Do I throw away all the other stuff? Which by the way, did, then I started thinking, I was like, what does Rob Kardashian give Chris? Like, you know, you're the best mom ever. Here's a hug. Um, Chloe, Chloe goes, can I give my gift to Chris first? You guys are always fucking giving her these insane gifts. She's like, one year Kylie gave her a car. And I was like, oh, thanks. Which is hysterical. Like you do like the Kardashians have turned into an organization of just like aspirational gift giving. Like that's what they're good. That's that. Like I said, is their job is getting these insane gifts. Imagine how blessed you have to be to be able to do that. I mean, like. To be able to even have the time to think, the time, the energy, the resources to make every, to make this family's wildest dreams come true. 
And just less than 15 years ago, they were in a small house in, I mean, like, it's insane, the skyrocketing of this family. Uh, we're at a new scene over at Courtney's house. Courtney's, uh, dog is humping the floor. Uh, okay. We see, um, Chloe eating a big salad. No, no, no. Uh, Chris, no, no, no. It's Chloe eating the big salad. Uh, Courtney is wearing a Billy Joel concert t-shirt, which pisses me off. They all fucking do this. They do it like Megadeth and Metallica. And I'm like, oh, okay. Tell me your favorite Billy. Is it Glass Houses? Is that your favorite Billy Joel album? Is it Innocent Man? Is that your favorite Billy Joel? I wear Billy Joel t-shirts. You do not wear Billy Joel t-shirts, Courtney. Courtney. Um... And also remember when Courtney was just wearing Yeezy, only Yeezy. And it was like, that's why I feel like Courtney's probably bummed out the most about their divorce. Because Courtney just used to like, felt like just glom off free Yeezy shit. And she's like, I want this. No, I want this too. And it was like, no other person in the family was wearing this much Yeezy. You know what I'm saying? Um, So uh, Kim says, you guys, I, I didn't pass the baby bar. So Kim had taken this test, the baby bar, and she goes, I didn't, I didn't pass. I didn't pass. I failed. And Kim is doing a four year law program instead of three. So, uh, she's been working with this lawyer, Jessica Jackson, and, um, you needed a 560 to pass and Kim got 474, uh, which they're saying is close, but I was talking to my lawyer friend who took the bar recently and she says, no, that's not exactly close. Um, and the, but Jessica, the, her work, she's like, you know, but most people aren't taking it in the middle of a pandemic. And Kim's like, I'm a failure. And she's like, you know, it can't help but get your spirit down, which, dude, I know that is actually true. I get it. I get failure. Um, Courtney says, you know, Kim, dad would still be proud of you. And Kim goes, I spent all this time away from my kids. I was doing 12 hours a day. She said for something crazy, like 10 weeks or something. And I was like, nah. she's like, I can't do it again. I spent so much time away from my kids. She's like, and also this time we're going to be in, ending the show. That's going to be so emotional. I planned this whole trip for my birthday. I can't cancel that. And they're like, well, when is the next time you can take it? And they're like, June. And and she's like, no, I don't want to wait another six months after that to do it again. I feel like I just, I just almost got there and I'm in this headspace. And Courtney says, well, if you take the year off, you're just going to forget about it. And... She's like, I, I, I just have to take a moment and figure out what I need to do. So we're in a new scene now, and it's Chloe and Courtney and Kim. They're at the Malibu mansion, and it's all Halloween decorations everywhere. And Courtney's like, who is that person on the Adams family? Wednesday Adams. And then Chloe's like, and Morticia. And they're like, and then Kim's like, we should go as them for Halloween. And then they said, hey, did you get Kendall a present for her birthday? And Kim goes, yeah, something for her house. Which, by the way, just means that Kim bought her a house, probably. Uh, Courtney goes, I got something for her. I have been giving her pieces from a Hermes. Hermes? 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 <laughs> An Irma. An Hermes teapot tea set. Uh, and in Chloe's like, oh, she can spill the tea. Can we stop saying spill the tea? Let's just say I have a rumor to tell you. Let's just say I have some gossip. Let's go back to just, I have some shit to talk with you. I don't like, let's not, let's save tea for like iced tea and drinking tea. I don't want to like green tea. I don't want to be like, girl, I'm going to spill the tea. Like, no. (laughs) Sorry, I'm ridiculous. And okay, so. She's like, yeah, for Christmas, I added to it. I gave her serving platters, and now I'm going to get the dishes. And she goes, so I called Hermes, and I was like, what have I not gotten, Kindle?" And they said, well, you know, happy to help you, but we want to let you know Kindle returned all of this collection that you bought her. And I was like, holy I, – I, I la- guys, I laughed out loud. It, I was like, oh, Courtney's such a loser. I was like, oh my God. Kendall fucking returned Hermes, like one of a kind China. And Chloe goes, well, she's younger. You know, we love China. That's really exciting for us. You know, she's young. And Courtney goes, you think the joke is on me, but the joke's going to be on her. 
because I'm going to keep buying it for her. And I got to say, that is fucking funny. I got to say, I hand it to Courtney. That is a funny joke. If she finds out Kindle is returning this and she just keeps on buying shit, I love that. And also uh, an exciting part of this scene too is Kim is eating another salad. So it's a big episode for salads, which we know the Kardashians are into salads, but this is, we haven't seen an appearance of the salad, I think in a couple episodes. So to get this much salad content is so cool. And I guess it's the final season. So they're bringing back characters from the past. And I got to say, salad has always been a huge one. Um, Courtney goes, I used to be a big returner of items, but now maybe karma might be coming back to me. (laughs) So we're at a new scene. Kim uh, is talking with uh, Chloe in the car and she's like, oh, I got to text that girl back. Our new neighbor, North and our our neighbor's daughter, they're best friends. And Chloe goes, well, did you decide to take the bar? And um, Kim goes, you know, when dad was alive, he would tell me you'd be like, we talk about being a lawyer. And he'd say, you know, I don't know if you really want this life, Kimberly. Um, And said, we used to have these talks. And, And Robert Kardashian would tell her, it'll give you a lot of wrinkles, Kimberly. And I was like, yeah, don't rep OJ. That'll give you wrinkles too. Um, But Kim goes, maybe he was preparing me because he knew I couldn't pass the bar. And Chloe says he definitely didn't want, he didn't think that you couldn't pass the bar. He just wanted to give you both sides of the argument. Um, But she needs, Kim needs to register ASAP if she's going to do this. And she still doesn't know what to do. Um, Kim goes, I think he would encourage me to not give up on something that is important. And... She says ever since she's failed this test, she has been obsessed with signs. And so they're they're driving and Chloe sees the sign says, may the struggle make you strong. I believe in you. And we're like, that's a sign. But then they get to a stop sign and Kim goes, oh, maybe that's a sign that says, don't do it. Don't even stress yourself. Just stop. And Chloe says, if Kim didn't really want to take this, she wouldn't even be looking for signs. And then the windshield wipers automatically go on out of nowhere. And she's like, what if that's a sign? Like, no, 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 don't do it. Um, I got to say, this is highly relatable. I really do. Um, I, I, I have said this multiple times. The fact that Kim is studying to be a lawyer. I really respect that. I can't, I can't even make jokes about it. Like I really respect it. Like I know the work and the time that goes into it. And the fact that she doesn't have to do any of it, I, I really can't stress enough. And I to fail and to continue to do something, and it just goes to show you, no matter how rich you are, no matter how pretty you are, um, that everybody at some point, you know, there. It's not like it's not like Kim failed this and like, well, that's what she gets for having so much money and being pretty. Like, no, I don't. It's just that everybody has struggles. I mean, I'd rather, much rather have her struggles. In fact, if I had, if I was her, I wouldn't be fucking taking the bar. I'd be like, open up those cookie jars and let's veg out in the movie theater. Like I wouldn't move. I would pay people to move my body, period. Like that, I'd be like, Randy, like Randy would be my, the guy that'd be moving and he'd be like, what's up boss? And I'm like, take me for a walk. And then Randy would, we'd have some kind of machine that it would like, he would slip me into that would just walk me. But it would give me exercise. Like, that's my dream is just to have some kind of mechanical body that exercises for me. And I feel like if I was that rich, I would do I could do that. I could save on the 65 looks for Kris Jenner and put that all into the robotics that would move my body and give me a six pack Um, and take care of Randy as well. He'd be a, a loyal, a loyal servant or help, as Ramona Singer likes to call uh, people that do that. Um, So we're in the new scene. Kim's house. Courtney is. uh stretching in the gym she says she's been working out with don and joe mostly which i don't know who the fuck don and joe are i'm like who the fuck are don and joe courtney um kim comes in she's like oh my god you guys mom was in my closet and one of the racks of clothes were in there and she went through it and she said can i borrow this dress and she's like chloe i need you to get in there and take the rack and give it to some like hide the rack she's like i cannot believe my mom saw the rack and by the way, I kind of, as like, you know, as a sexy guy, I was kind of giggling every time they said rack. I was like, let me see your rack. I just, man, it's, I'm really creeping myself out today. Um, but also, I love the thought of Chris Jenner just being a, a nibby nose, just, just kind of poking around at stuff she shouldn't be in. Like, if I was Kim, I would put locks. I would put, like, the digital locks that um, Tiffany Moon on Dallas has on her closet. Like, lock that shit up. Like, I hate, like, 
if anybody stepped into my closet and took any any of my old navy fall fashions, I would be livid. Uh, Kim goes, I worked so hard on this. I don't want to, to ruin anything. But this was just one rack. And she has a lot of, she does have a lot of rack. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're in a new scene, Kim's house again. She's in the kitchen getting food. Um, Chloe, uh, oh yeah, so they took a commercial break, but we go back and it's back at Kim's house in that same scene. And Chloe's going in to get the rack. And Chloe goes, I can't see her in there. Just white tranquil furniture which is that's what kanye's creepy style is chloe gets the rack brings it to the workout room and she she you know kim's showing all the girls like oh i'm having bodysuits made gautier celine she, i'm gonna have this all stretchy material i'm gonna make the sheer turtleneck bodysuit but she's only has 15 looks made she has 50 more to go that's a lot of fucking looks you guys and also i'm not a woman um or into fashion but like I would love to talk to girls that have seen like, was, did you guys die during this stuff? Is this like, like pig and shit of just like, Oh my God, I would die. Like, did you guys know everything she was talking about? Cause I was just like writing it down, but I was just like sheer and turtlenecks and bodysuits and you know. Um, so she says she was going to do wigs to match each of these looks, but she's like, huh, that's stupid spending money. And I'm like, did Kim just say stupid spending money? Um, have you seen some of this shit that Kanye buys? Like, okay, cool. Kim says, you know, and just the other day I got a new rug that I've always been dying for, for the glam room. And then Kanye's luggage was getting rolled in and it left five black marks. And I, you, I try not to yell at anybody, but I was just like, I was like mom in that moment, which really goes to show you that theory I have that Kris Jenner is a B-I-T-C-H. Like she is the head bitch in charge, but she like we see the cute, funny Chris Jenner on a couple martinis. I'm telling you, she is wild, you guys. We're at a new scene at Kendall Jenner's house. Um, Courtney's like, I I brought you a birthday gift. And she opens it up. It's uh plates from the Hermes collection that Kendall returned, and Kendall goes, Huh, I love these so much. It's so pretty. My collection just keeps growing. And Courtney goes, Kendall is a top tier actress. She's acting that she loves these dishes so much. And Courtney goes, I cannot wait to see the full set of all these dishes together. And now you guys, they're both eating salads. Like both, like this is salad. I mean, salad's ears must have been burning. They so much salad content. And like, I feel like the other bagged salads are probably like, oh my God, did you see Kardashians were like, I think the bag salads at Trader Joe's, like watching the Kardashians for the bag salads at Trader Joe's is aspirational. Like I love the South, the Southwestern chopped salad at Trader Joe's. Mm, I could eat it all day, every day. And, um, in fact, I have pictures like from before COVID where I would be like going grocery shopping and it was just like nine bags of Southwestern and I would take a little can of chicken and put it in there. So good. So good. Um, so, uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah. Asper, like I bet if you're a salad, the goal is to wind up at the Kardashians, you know, uh, Courtney goes, do you know where we're going on Kim's birthday trip? And Kendall goes, well, the Caribbean would be too obvious. And I go, would it? I don't know anything. I'm like, I think anything. Why, why is the Caribbean too obvious? I don't know. Kendall says, but I don't know yet. And Kendall says, I just feel lucky to be able to do it. Yeah, you should just feel lucky to be who you are. Period. Um, so we're at a new scene. We are at this island. Kim, there wasn't a camera crew there, but Kim is doing self-shot footage. It's her diving into the water. All her friends are like, the water is warm and amazing. And um, she's like, we are in the middle of nowhere, an island far, far away. She never name drops the island, you guys. Um, and she goes, my lifers are here, which is the friends she's had her whole life. And she's just trying to unplug. You know, she knows when she gets home, it'll be busy. We have Chris Jenner's 65 looks. Um, and be a lot cooler if it was 69 looks. Am I right? High five. Okay. I'm going to stop. Um, then they go diving with a whale and she's with Lala, her friend. Remember Lala, Anthony, Kim goes, I want to pee so badly, but I'm afraid the whale will, uh, will smell it. That's some, man, that's wild. Strong pee, Kim. Uh, Fi is there. Their friend Fi, Simon Huck. We don't get any shots of Kanye, um, Chloe says, you know, it was 
so amazing. From the minute we got there to when we came back home, it was just superb. It was magical. And Chloe says it was such a blessing. And um, so this is Kim self-shot footage too. So Kanye got Kim a gift. And she's like, Kanye's gift was shipped here and it was set up in a room. And of course, Kanye is not in this room. But this is when we get to see hologram Robert Kardashian. And we saw that, of course, through TMZ and all those hologram Robert Kardashian blew me away for so many reasons, because I saw hologram Tupac at Coachella. I'm not joking. There was that one year where during Dr. Dre's set, it was Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. And then during the set, there was a moment like and Tupac came out and did two songs. And uh, the video looked pretty cool. But I got to tell you, I was there. And when you're there, it's not as cool as when you see it, because what happens is you see two huge glasses, glass panes float down, and then it's like projected onto those glass panes. So it's like the, the trick wasn't as powerful when you were there up close, but like seeing it on video, it's much more, you know, like, whoa, but we get to see this. We get to see their first reactions to it. It's, it looks like 20 of them are in a room and she's like, and Robert's like, I'm so proud of the woman you've become. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed your Ray J tape and, uh, I've really enjoyed how you've really blossomed. Um, but she said, I'm proud that you're becoming a lawyer and your commitment to continue on my legacy. I know that I'm very proud of you and I am always with you. It, It beautiful. I mean, beautiful. If you had a, um, you know, if you had a parental figure, I mean, I, I am so lucky to still have both of my parents, but I imagine honestly to be able to spend any time with them again or hear their voice or see them moving is got to be insanely special. So, um, I do want to point out though, Kanye wrote the words for this and they don't show it in this, but in the full clip on TMZ, Robert Carter, he wrote lines where he goes and Kanye You've married a genius. Like, get, had had the hologram praise Kanye, which is just wild. Like, getting this amazing, weird gift, but then also having the gift praise the gift giver, I just wild. Uh, we see Scott there. Scott's with his vape, um, and he kind of is a little teary. Everybody's teary. They're going to watch it again. Um, Kim goes, it's a gift you can't explain. It was so real and so emotional and so lifelike. Hearing my dad talk to me about law school was such the sign that I needed to continue to want to do this journey. Even though it was a hologram, it makes me want to do the baby bar again. And that was the sign she needed. But I don't know. Like, it makes me, I mean, I guess we can say the obvious with the dissolution of Kim and Kanye's um, marriage. But you got to. I mean, I will say there is a lot of love there, too. And Kanye does seem to really love her. It seems to really think about what would be good for Kim or or big, like, you know, big things. So it kind of made me sad thinking about it for a sec. Uh, We even see Rob. Rob Kardashian was even there. And uh, Kim says it was the best trip of my entire life. And think about that. I mean, Kim's been everywhere. Um New scene, we're in Kim's creepy mansion and all the mannequins are starting to be set up. And you guys, it is just as scary as I thought it would be. I, I was like, ah! Like, I coming back from the bathroom, I was like, whoa! Um, she goes, I just got back from my birthday trip and I had to hire a production company to help with the mannequins. And it was expensive even just to rent them. Uh, she also lets us know an attorney is flying in to help her study because the baby bar is less than two weeks. Um... We meet Danielle Levi or Le- Levy, and she's a stylist. She's going to help with these 65 looks. And she has never done this, this something this big ever. So this is just huge. And Kim says, I just can't wait to see the look on Kris Jenner's face. I'm so excited this is happening. Man, that's I, I do love when people love giving gifts. And I like getting gifts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, so I do like when people are like, that is, it is really cool to see the smile on somebody's face. Um, so we're in a new scene, Kendall's house and Courtney comes in and like, just walks in and Courtney's like, you, uh, Courtney's like, you just, you leave your door unlocked. Jesus. 
And I got to say, that is a major yikes moment because we do know Kendall had a stalker that got arrested on her property. Like that is fucking insane. And like, it really scared, like, I don't love Kendall, but it really got, it got me scared for Kendall of like, and also during the scene, you guys, you know, Kendall's a self-professed stoner. And now we know she loves tequila, quote unquote. But in this scene, I swear to God, Kendall is fucking stoned because Courtney walks in. She's like, hey, Courtney's like, I want to see the China set. Now's the time. I want to see it. And Courtney's like, huh? And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Let's go see him. And Courtney's like, I decided to make her sweat a little bit. And she pulls it out. She has the entire collection. And Courtney goes, I was totally wrong. Clearly, she has the entire collection. Now I feel stupid trying to catch her in the lie. And she lets Kendall know of what happened. And Kendall, I swear to God, is just looking at her with like the most blazed eyes of like, huh, huh, huh. Uh, Kendall goes, I would never return it. I can't believe Courtney would think I would return an Hermes plate with horses. I love horses. <laughs> I love horses. New scene, you guys. Yeah, baby, it's me. It's my birthday, too. It's Caitlin. Woo! And uh, Kendall's like, we're all at my dad's house for her birthday. And uh, remember, Caitlin uh, is a woman, but uh, Chloe and Kendall still call her dad. And that's by Caitlin's request. So... Uh, just if anybody wanted to know about that, but Caitlin's like, it's birthday time, baby. The, the family hasn't been here in years. And like Chloe, Kendall, Kylie, Kim, uh, Raphael, Tito. No, like all the Kardashians are there, but I got to say they're all in like sweatpants. Like they didn't put a lot of effort. They were like, okay, we'll drive down. But that was it. Like they're all in sweatpants. Like it's, there was nobody dressed up except for Caitlin. She's like, yeah, baby. Which it's, uh, I don't know. It was like, I don't know how old Caitlin was, but they will like, they put, bring these cakes. She's like, yeah, birthday time. Sing to me. Woo. And, uh, she's like, she's like, whose birthday is it? Me. And they're all singing happy birthday. And she's like, what's my name? Yeah. 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 Happy birthday, dear Caitlin. And then she's like, thank you for all coming down. I love you all. I'm going to run for governor of California and make wild, wacky statements. Yeah, baby. Um, she didn't say that line about the governor thing, but she is running for governor and it is fucking wild. Like today, Caitlin tweeted, this is wild, you guys. I, I want to, um, this is super funny. Well, not funny. It's just like wild, the shit that she's tweeting out now because she's on the campaign trail but caitlin tweeted um when elected when elected governor of california i will cancel cancel culture and wake up the woke wake up woke it's me caitlin woo um but that's wild she's gonna cancel cancel culture you guys that's a really bold promise um but i will say like it's just it, like somebody put this in their tweet that uh, after the pair initially filed the lawsuit, uh, remember when when Caitlin uh, was sued in a wrongful death of uh, Caitlin uh, was involved in an accident that killed a young man on the Pacific Coast Highway uh, a couple years ago. And Caitlin filed documents insisting they didn't deserve compensation because they didn't lose anything. When Kim died, oh, sorry, it was a woman. They never depended on their stepmother to pay for essentials such as food, shelter, medical treatment, or clothing. So Caitlin pretty much argued in court documents that they were not entitled to any compensation for the death of their mother, Kim. So, uh, uh, you know, I guess that's <laughs> that's part of Caitlin canceling cancel culture. Um, so anyways, that was that scene, a little Caitlin action. Um I guess Caitlin didn't get invited to Kim's private island. You saw a whale? Damn, I love whales. Uh, new scene. We are in Kim and Kanye's creepy mansion, and it is like a museum now. It's just rows and rows of mannequins. And Kanye is even... Kanye is in this episode, you guys. Kanye is there giving notes on everything, of course. And North is there running around. 
And Kim goes, Kanye must have moved this around so many times. He's trying to make it look very dramatic. He's really, you know, an artist. And North is walking around just doing the same thing. I am so, so curious how North will. I mean, aren't you fascinated? I just cannot wait to see who North is in 15 years, you know? Um, So we do find out, Kim says, one of my children woke up and had a runny nose. And, you know, we got to. It's insane. And she's like, my mom's older, so we got to take every precaution. Um, we're back in Kim's house after the commercial. Chris and Corey are walking up, and Corey is looking thick. Corey has some junk in the trunk. You guys have noticed that. Courtney's a thick-thigh fella, just like myself. And he he's large and in charge. And he... I just... I, I do. I want to know everything about Corey. Like, I do. Like, it's like Kathy Hilton. Like, I want to know everything about Kathy Hilton now. Same thing about Corey. Like, how did it go? How did the romance happen? Like, what did he say to, like, Chris? He's like, Chris, I want to drop that booty to the floor. He always talks really silently, but firmly, you know? And he's like... Chris, I want to live in your undies. Like he's always just like highly sexual, but he speaks very soft. And I have no clue what he does. Like I have no clue what Corey does. Like I feel like he's paid just to be around Chris. I don't know. So Kim goes, I thought since you were 65, I created an experience. The shots of Kanye. Chris walks in. He's like, what's happening? Oh my God, what's happening? Kim says, I can feel her nervous energy. Uh, Corey is carrying Chris's purse, which I thought was a nice little uh, update. And she's like, and and I I wrote, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's just not right. There is something unnatural about 65 mannequins in a room. I'm not, if you guys are related to any mannequins or what, I'm not trying. It's just too many mannequins in one space where I just feel like they're all going to come to life, which I think has happened in multiple movies. Um, Also, there is no other house in history that this could have happened in. The only house that could have housed 65 mannequins is Kim and Kanye's scary mansion. Like, it's almost, I feel like this is, finally the house has served its purpose. To house all of these scary-ass mannequins, and now they can sell this house and move to a regular house. You know? Um, She's like, oh my god, look at the gloves and the glasses. Um, I dare you. You guys, if you watch this, I dare you not to have nightmares. Uh, And Chris is like, I'm speechless. I cannot believe what I'm walking into. One of the biggest surprises I've ever had in my entire life. This is so generous, so kind. The time and the energy that Kim took is the most amazing gift I've ever seen in my life. And then she sees the Chanel dress that she loved. And she's like, oh, it's like my very own Met Ball. It's absolutely beyond my wildest imagination. And Kim's like, I want her to feel good. I want her to look confident. Um... And Chris goes, this is better than any fashion show besides Yeezy that I've ever seen. And Kanye smiles. And Chris goes, this will go down as one of the best days of my life. Which, by the way, when you're at this moment, I think there's a lot of best days in your life if you were Chris Jenner. And then I was like, what do they get Corey for his birthday? They're like, here's a Best Buy gift card. Um, you know, we hear you like uh, electronics. Um, knock yourself out. It's like 50 bucks. It's like total cheap. But... I, I got to say, though, like, so we heard earlier that Kylie has bought Chris cars before for her birthdays. And so that's where, like, Kim's like, I don't want to, but, like, this, 65 outfits at this kind of, like, it's got to be way more than a car. But I sometimes think Kim is in a competition with Kylie. Like, she sees Kylie and she's like, I will take her down to Chinatown. She ain't, she ain't ever one up in me. So I feel like we potentially could be in a war for the rest of both of their lives about amazing gifts to give Chris. And... Kim is like a little step ahead because Kim puts thought into it. Kylie is just like, here's a car. Here, here you go. I bought you a $400,000 car here. And Kim's like thinking. And Kylie, I think she's young. She doesn't know how to think yet. So it's just different. Kim's winning. Kim is winning. So we're back at Kim's house. Uh, Brom, this guy Bromberg is the lawyer that flew in to help her study. And we find out that Sainty, Saint, tested positive for covid he doesn't have any major simpson symptoms they test the kids once a week to go to school and she's like i'm just really worried about him crying and coughing on me and now we have to figure out to do with the other three kids and i'm studying for this baby bar and north is feeling sick all of a sudden we got to test her again she's supposed to be doing 12 hour study sections sessions with the instructor and 
you know, but taking care of her kids will always come first. Kim, and this is we, we get this dramatic, we get a, a Chiron that pop, pops up on the screen. It says, Kim and the family tested positive for COVID and shut down for two weeks. You guys, I was just talking about this this week when Chloe had it and Kanye had it. Why the fuck was this kept? I mean, like, seriously, not, not all joking aside. Why the fuck was this kept this long? celebrities need to use their like celebrity powers to let the public know this is fucking real. Like, this is not a joke. I had COVID. It wasn't a joke. Like this is like, it really personally frustrates me when somebody with a voice uses it for all this bullshit. And we hear about Kim's Island vacation, but we also don't hear about her fucking having COVID, which potentially could like people that look up to her, make them be a little safer. It's just, I don't, I don't love that. I mean, Chloe and Kanye did the same thing. I just don't love that. So Kim is doing uh, self-shot footage and she's like, I'm feeling sick and awful. I, I can't even get out of bed to study. And the study guys uh, over Zoom and she's like, you know, Kim, we do need to broach the subject. Are we going to make this work? He says, there's a lot of challenges with this, but it's always your call. What is your take? And she's like, if I feel like I do it now, it'll be hard to even sit up for seven hours. I'm on heavy medication right now. She has the worst back pain, 104 fever. And, um, I will say, like, I remember having the worst back pain, the worst brain fog. Like, this fucking thing knocked me out over Christmas. Like, I I couldn't even imagine. Like, I couldn't read. I couldn't even. It was hard to watch TV. Hard to watch TV. Kind of like it's still hard to watch the Kardashians. But she's. Uh, but she, she looks like she wants to do it. And I did write. I go, Kim is a fighter, man. Like, Kim does seem to really respond to a challenge. And I think that is, I got to tell you, I, I really give it up to Kim this episode. Uh, Chloe calls Kim on FaceTime and she's like, I've been there, babe. It sucks. And she's like the brain fog, you know, you just feel so stupid. And I'm like, what <laughs> is that? Why you took Tristan back? Was it the brain fog? Um, Kim goes, okay, well there, you know, I don't have expectations for this, but I'm going to at least try. And she's like, if I start the test and I feel I can't breathe through, you know, I, 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 but I got to take it. I don't want to wait another six months to take this test. I'm just going to give it my best shot. And Chloe said, the last time you thought you knew everything and, she, and, and Chris and Kim goes, yeah, but I failed, but she goes, and now, you know, so much more. And Kim goes, I do know so much more now. And Chloe says, you know, when you pass, I'll call the New York post and says, my sister is a lawyer and she did this with COVID. Um, so the new scene, Kim's house, the headache is gone, but her back still hurts. Sam is saying, you know, you, you're taking a seven hour test in four days. I don't know if I want to push you on this. And she goes, I registered to take this test since I have COVID, but every day I keep on falling asleep. The exhaustion is next level. That is another weird thing. Like you would do something and then you would just pass right back out. It was just, it was just like a fog for weeks. Um, so she's uh, taking care of the kids, but she goes, no one's here to help me, which is like, is that true? Because I always know them to have multiple man nannies per, but maybe because of COVID. I don't know how, what, what is true, you know? And the kids are screaming. Sainty's like crying. And it's one day before the test. Saint is crying. And the study guy, the the guy, the lawyer guy's on Zoom and his Sainty, mommy needs you to be a big boy so she can study. By the way, I don't have a kid, but if you ever talk to my kid like that, I'd pop you in the face. Mommy needs you to be a big boy. So she, hey, shut the, I'll let my kid know if he needs to be a big boy or not. You know, Kim and Saint's like, I didn't play the game. I don't want to. And Kim's like, if only I had your problems. And Kim goes, it's just so hard. I just want to give up. I don't know. She says, I just want to disappear. And it's the next day where she's about to take the exam in 15 minutes. She has her lucky slippers on and she's like, let's see how this goes. She has her note cards. Her breathing is a little off. So she's just going to take less breaths if she needs to. Um, so it's after that, we're at Kim's house again. She finished the baby bar again and she is so tired, but she pulled through and she goes, even if I don't pass, it's okay. In two months, she'll get the results. She should have gotten these results by now. And I figure if she had passed, she, that would have came out on the same day of her failure of the baby bar. So I, I'm assuming she did not pass again, but she said, if I don't pass, it's okay because I had COVID. But if I do pass, it's a miracle. And she goes, I do feel like I knew more than last time, but you do get cloudy COVID brain. Um, and just, I, I think in the last month and a half, I've gotten rid of the 
COVID cloudy brain. But if you, I imagine if you hear some of those episodes I did in January, I'm just kind of trudging through and you would have these sick headaches, like just sick, like the ones that just knock you out. Um, so that's the end of this episode. So next one, we have a family trip, the last family trip for the show, we find out. Uh, we have plot lines, including Tristan wants Chloe to move to the uh, Boston because he's with the Boston Celtics. And then we also find out that Kim has been struggling with her relationship. And Kim goes, I don't, there's nothing to talk about. I just, I just roll with it. You know, which I don't know in what context, what that means. But we finally get that whole Kanye storyline happening. Um, so I'm really curious how the show will handle that. But overall, this is a good, I think this is a good episode. I give it like a B, I think. You know, I mean, it's not good as, as Courtney and Kim fighting with each other, but it is good. I think there are some real things happening in this episode. So hats off. Uh, you guys, I want you to have the best weekend ever. I hope on Monday you will listen to me. It'll be my first day, I think, knock on wood, with uh, iHeartRadio Cloud 10 Productions. And I am, I, I know I said it, I say it so much, but I just keep saying it. Thank you, guys. I hope you stay with me. I really do. Thank you for staying with me. I really appreciate it. You've made one of my dreams come true. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can't wait for Monday's episode already because I have a shit ton of stories that I need to talk with you guys about and with Sophie. So thank you, and I will. Uh, I'll talk to you on. I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye, guys. Betches.